Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are still healthy, take five minutes of your time just to thank God for your health. Amen. I said, if you can still stand up, if you can still raise up your hands, if you can still speak, if you can still breathe, if you can still feel your body, if you can still feel the clothes on your body, just take this moment to thank God for the life that he has given you. Take this moment to thank God for the life that you have given us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for life, Lord. In you we live, in you we move, in you we have our being. The small selves must fall so that the big self can rise. Rirudemorenao <laughs> The things that come against you have come to reveal the love of God that is in your life. The things must come. It is the nature of things to come. I said it is the nature of things to come. But it is the nature of the love of God to show itself strong in our lives. And come what may, the end justifies the means. And our means is the Holy Spirit. I said our means is the Holy Spirit. Our means is in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. You can all be seated in the presence of the Lord. What a wonderful day it is. And I thank the First Lady of Oil of Bethel Chapel 
Amen. Amen. And I'm very grateful for the testimonies. This is a season of health. Amen. This is a health season. Mika Tabaholo Haribua Katabatenata Health. Hobane, we are on a journey, we are in a season where we are talking about the seven divine promises of God upon our lives. We spoke about the divine direction. Amen. divine protection that we are not exposed to the devil. That we recover we under the covenant of Christ. We are guaranteed of divine protection. Amen. That many things will be said against you. When Christ was on the cross, one man said so many things about him. And he said all the right things, but at the wrong time. He said, Never allow people to distort the truth for their own gain. I said, never allow people to distort the truth for their own gain. And this was proven just before he was sent to the cross. And an ultimatum was said, and they asked, do you want the fraudster or do you want the truth? And they chose the fraudster over the truth. And he was crucified. The truth was sent to the cross and was crucified. And the fraudster was set free. Because people distorted the truth. And they wanted to see what they wanted to see. But when he was on the cross... He met one of the robbers who said the right things at the wrong time. And he said nothing to this person until somebody said the right thing at the right time. And said, I know who I am and I know who you are. And remember me. Remember me. Remember me. That means he was dismembered. And he said, remember. You see, to remember, it's to bring into into a government. You, I become a member. I was no longer a member. I was an outcast. And he said, I know I, there's no way that I'm going down. You have forgiven those who are down there. And me and you are going up there. And remember me when you come to your kingdom. And he said, I know that when I've got your covering, I will definitely get like Roni. And I will be seated with you where you are seated. And my enemies will be under my footstool. Hallelujah. He looked at himself in relation to where he was going. And not where he came from. He said, whatever I did, that was then. But that was then and this is now. For whatever, back what never. Hallelujah. Look at the person next to you and say, Neighbor. Hallelujah. And in the previous week, we spoke about the divine provisions of God. That the Lord is our provider and He keeps on doing great things. That His promises are yes and amen. That is going to deliver each and everything, all of the desires of your heart. You must keep on dreaming. The problem with us as people is that we are expect askers, but we are in expect receivers. Okay. I said the problem with us as people, we are expects when it comes to asking, but we are in expect when it comes to receiving. Because we come before God and we say all of these things and we say, Lord, this is what I want. But the minute you get up, you don't celebrate it. No. 
Till the minute you celebrate, you scale up, you don't celebrate it and you say, Wow, I spoke to my father today and he said he's going to buy me such and such and such. And it's a wonderful thing. Amen. And my little girl knows this principle very well. And she, you cannot trick, it, trick her out of it. One day she said to me, Daddy. And she's only four. She said, Daddy, don't you think we must buy a dog? I said, wow. That's a very good suggestion. And I asked them, do you think we should get a dog? And she was like, no, 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 Daddy. We always ask and you always deliver. We are the requesters and you are the approver. So don't bring the question back to us. It's other you are. You just have to approve it. And when I come before my father and I come before God and I come with expectations, I know that he will definitely approve it. When I come before him and I make my desires known to him wherever there's a need, I know that the Lord will always provide. I said, wherever there's a need, Mzalwana, God will always provide. But when you ask, be careful. Don't be an expect asker and be an inexpect receiver. You must ask and then live with anticipation and with expectation and say, God is going to provide for me everything that I've asked for. God is going to make it possible for me. If he doesn't make it possible for you, he'll make it possible for your children. And when you look at your children, you'll say, it's the very same thing that I asked 50 years ago. And now my children are receiving all of these things because I was the one that asked God of it. And they are living into my faith. And they are benefiting from my faith. That's why we always have to ask. Sometimes it takes time because whatever is going to bring to you and give to you is very special. And because you are special. Tell the person next to you and say, I'm special. special. And you are special. And And we are special. And we we deserve special things. I said you deserve special things. And when special things come into your life, you have to understand that sometimes they will take time. God will take time to make sure for the limited edition, yeah, the gifts that he brings into your life, the extraordinary. And how did the extraordinary? And but always believe that because I am an expert in asking, I'm going to be an expert in receiving. Am I speaking to people who are experts in receiving? If you are an expert in receiving, say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Lord. Because we come before him with thanksgiving. We come before him with thanksgiving in everything we do through prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, we make our requests known to God. You don't only make your requests known to God and then you don't thank him for the request. You thank him immediately and automatically right at that moment. You make the request and thereafter you relax and you say, the Lord... Thank you very much for providing for me what my heart desired. Hallelujah. And today we are going to talk about a very important subject, which is a subject here, divine health. We are in a season all over the world that is subjecting us to isolation. We are being quarantined. We are being quarantined. We are being sent into isolation. Because humanity is silent. Humanity does not know what to do under these circumstances. Humanity has run out of options. And therefore we are being quarantined. And sometimes the best thing that you can do is to go into self-quarantine. When trouble strikes, you go into self-quarantine. I learned this concept of a self-quarantine from my 13-year-old daughter. When thugs broke into our house and they caught everybody, and she was the only one they didn't see. 
She went into self-quarantine. She chose it, made a choice. Do I go to the rest or do I take my own way into self-quarantine? And she went inside of the closet and she called out on her parents. She called out on her mother and called out on her father and there was an immediate answer and a response came and there was rescue. And at this moment, as we are in this quarantine moment, where airplanes are being grounded, where ships are on the port, and no one is expected to go anywhere. And this is a time there is a time, this is a time, Molungwara in that self-quarantine, really dinaha. Kapa people from all over the world, we are going to share notes. But I can guarantee you in all of the notes that you are going to share, there's going to be one response that comes out and it will say, if it were not of the Lord that was out by our side, we wouldn't have survived this coronavirus. If it were not of God who came through for us, we wouldn't have been spared from this situation. We are going to come out of that quarantine speaking in one voice. Yes, because quarantine is not only for people who are sent to certain places, but countries are being quarantined. The minute the country says we do not accept anybody from any country and don't allow anyone to go anywhere, that's quarantine. The minute universities say we are canceling all public gatherings, including graduations, that is quarantine. And it is said we are in this moment wherein we are going in ourselves. And we are going to discuss matters of the heart. We are going to talk about matters of the heart. And the title of my message this morning is When Humanity is Silent. When Humanity is Silent. When Humanity is Silent. I'm going to read from Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 23. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 23. Bala Hape, Le Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Er, my son, my son, my son. You see, the minute you say, my son, my son, this is not only male nor female, but we are all sons before God. Male and female, we are all sons before God. So when the Bible says, my son, don't say the Bible is gender biased. No, God is not gender biased. There are times when we are women before God and the spirit of the Lord is deposited inside of the wombs of our spirit and we incubate that spirit of the Lord and it grows, and so many good things and fruits come out of it. There are times when we are all women, and there are all times when we are all men. And it is, this is a case, and this is the time, when we are all sons before God. And he says, my son, give attention to my ways. Whenever the word of God gives such an instruction, it indicates that there is a tendency you will lose what your father is telling you. It says pay attention. Pay attention now. Pay attention. When God says pay attention, he is saying you have a tendency to lose attention. We are not going to lose attention in this situation. Now pay attention. He says, my, my son, give attention to my weights. Incline your ear to my saying. Make sure you have a Incline your ear. You see, when the word of God says, incline your ear, it says, listen like your life depends on it. Listen like this is the last minute in which you're going to hear my voice and you will not hear me any longer. Hang at a. So when somebody passes away, 
The one thing that we are desperate to hear is, what was his or her last words? the rest of her life or the rest of his life. But let me tell you, when God says, incline your ear, make sure that it is protected and make sure that nobody comes to steal it from you. Yes. says, incline your ear on my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Because after the things that we see and we automatically lose direction. All of a sudden, we saw one sister and you change a direction. We saw Pastor. But all of a sudden, we saw one skipper say, We know it's all safe. Because our lives goes into the direction of our eyes. I said your life go into the direction of your vision. Because one day the things that you have visions about, they will become they will come and speak. It is not by mistake that I became blind at the age of four years old. It is because God wanted to see certain, he wanted me to say certain things for myself. Nobody should see for me. He was expecting me and saying, you know what, I'm going to make you desperate so that when I open your eyes, you will only want to see where I am pointing you and directing you. Because sometimes we have an inclination, lose direction. And then you find yourself losing direction. He says, keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep them in the midst of your head. Keep them in the midst of your heart. When the word of God says, keep things in the midst of your heart, it says you must understand them. You don't just have to store information in your head, but you have to apply that information. Yeah. Many people have stored so many information, and they can just reproduce and do things. Mm. You come across a lot of psychologists. You come across a lot of people who are in the health professions. By the way, they are supposed to be compassionate. They just do things. Because they've been programmed like machines. But there is no compassion. There's just no love in what they are doing. They do it because they've been trained to do things. But they don't have the heart for the job. They've got the head for the job. But they don't have the heart for the job. Do you have the heart for issues of God? Or do you only have the head? can memorize scriptures and quote them. And say them aloud. Or do you have the heart that you can apply? For they are life to those who find them. Life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Your health is your wealth. Your health is your wealth. If you don't believe me, ask all of people who are in business, who are importing things right now, or they've been wait, wait, waiting for their confinement, they have been quarantined wherever. And as a result, people, there's a demand, but there's no supply. And as a result, the oil market, 50% discount on oil, but nobody is importing oil. Because everybody is scared. Who touched that drum? What if the person that touched that drum is going to touch my health in a way that I will also find myself being disposed to this virus? 
and it says keep your heart with all diligence keep your heart don't lose your heart you can lose everything else but keep your heart with all diligence you can lose your head there was a lady who lost his head and he was confined to a mental institution and he was, she was subjected to sedation for days and nights and hours. And she says, and then I will pass out. But in the midst of me passing out, he was there. He was there. He was there. I couldn't think about anything. I didn't know where I was. But he was there. He was there. The Lord was there in my heart. And he was there in my heart. There was nothing in my head. It was just hair. Hello. My mind had gone back to a state of tabula rasa. It was just a blank slate. But the Lord was there. All I could see was the Lord in this situation and therefore the word of God says keep your heart with all diligence with commitment with consistency with everything in your might if you lose your head don't lose your heart because for out of it spring issues of life out of your heart Bring issues of life. If people want to know what kind of a person you are, they will see things that spring out of your heart. Out of your heart spring issues of life. When the heart is broken, when fathers desert sons and their hearts are broken, you see all of this mischief in the community. When fathers are absent, you see all of these people running amok and doing everything they like. And at the end of the day, people's health are affected. Yes. People are stepped. Goods are stolen from people. Women are abused. More children are deserted. People become thieves. People make other people's lives miserable. People insult you. People say all of these things they want to say to you. Because those are the things that flow out of their heart. And when issues were thin, when you when the heart, when you lose your heart, when you lose your heart, you lose direction. Because your heart is an instrument, is a conscience. That is, is your heart is more like a microchip. And it goes into the direction of where the Holy Spirit is. Amen. Because it, inside of your heart, that is where Christ resides. Amen. And you don't lose your heart. You, 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 you lose your heart, not in literal terms. Because Christ can never be lost. Yes. But the only thing is that he is covered by circumstances. Yeah. Many people, they do have Christ. All of us, we come to church. We have given our hearts to Christ. But Christ is covered by your pain. Christ is covered by your grief. Each and every time you, you see your grief and your pain before you even see Christ. And as a result, whatever and he or she is going to blame that drop that got in there. But they are not going to blame their past. Or where do you come from? Who brought you up? Who made you this way? I didn't make you this way. No, 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 no. All I did was just to step on your toes. But I didn't make you. I didn't make you. Or after I stepped on your toes, you should say all of these things that you said about me. No, no, no. If I didn't cause you to be that way. Where do you come from? Where do you come from? Who brought you up? Amen. Who made you that way? Amen. Whose victim are you? And the person you are a victim to is also a victim to somebody. Yeah. It's a perpetuation. Sure. Yeah, these things that flow out of their hearts. And it causes rivers and rivulets and everything else. And in some situations, it causes dams. Yeah. And things dam up in your life. Sure. 
And people come and drink from that dam and they become polluted as well. Because these are the things that you keep inside of our hearts. Lord, heal us and Lord, save us. Lord, circulate the waters that come out of our hearts so that it becomes a living water, not a stagnant water. Living water that moves, Lord. Lord, help us. Lord, heal our hearts. Lord, I believe it with all of my heart that when you heal our hearts, you will also heal this coronavirus. Because it is not a hand matter. Many people are saying we should wash our hands so many times a day. Yes, I respect that with all of my heart. But it's not a hand matter. It's a heart matter. We need to wash our hearts. We should allow the Spirit of the Lord to wash our hearts. Because you have to understand that when humanity is silent, God speaks. God speaks in situations where human beings are silent. But God will silence you and make you not to understand what is this thing. So that when he comes forth, you'll be able to understand and say, you are God. You are mighty. We come before you and we bow before you. We believe it with all of our hearts that we're no longer going to believe in ourselves, but we put our strength in you. We depend on you. I surrender myself and all of my problems, my loved ones and my future into the hands of God and I trust him. This is a point and this is a time where we need to surrender. We need to surrender. Yes, you we need to wash your hands each and every day. It is said as you are washing your hands, the least you should do is to sing happy birthday at least twice. But let me tell you, the least you should do when you wash your hands is to say the Lord's Prayer at least twice. And say, Amen. our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from coronavirus for there is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. And you say it again for the second time and when you are done you dry your hands in that way, you would have washed both your hands and your heart. Yeah. And you Amen. will invite the Spirit of the Lord yes, to come inside of your Amen. life. Yes. And out of that heart will spring rivers of life. Yeah. Out of that heart will become the water that will be able to quench the thirst of many children of God. Because we don't only need healing in this thing. Eh? We also need the meaning of it. Oh, yes. Ah, we don't only need healing. No, 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 no. We need to understand why, Lord, did you allow this situation to come in? Yeah. We want to understand. We are not just going to be excited to be healed, but we want understanding. Mm. And until we understand, that's only when God will bring the healing. Sure. And we're saying, Lord, may the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. Yes, so that when the eyes of our understanding are enlightened, mm. then we will be able... Yeah. To be able to praise God. And it reminds me of a woman. It is said this woman was sick. She was sick, yo. She was in church, but she was sick for 18 years. She was sick for 18 years. She was ill because she was being possessed by an evil spirit. This coronavirus is in such a way that people don't know what it is. They think maybe it's an evil spirit. If you think AIDS was bad, this one is even worse. Because we saw, we saw, you see with AIDS, when it first started, they will ask you, with whom did you sleep? That means you're sleeping around. You are not a good person. You are a bad boy. You are a bad girl. That's why you got this. But this coronavirus? No, 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 no. A person can just go like Hetia on you. Or he can go Hetia now and then go. And later on, you will pass through the Hetia and you've got it. A person can touch on this chair and leave. And later on you come and touch where the person has touched. And you get it. That is how bad it is. That's how bad it is. A person can just say, hey, And then leave. And after the person has left, once they are left, 
The next minute you find yourself, I don't feel okay. I, and they're like, oh, you made it to me. It's an intelligent And we don't understand it. But I am glad that we are before a God who understands all things. Yes. Because everything is from him. And we believe that in this situation, he is going to speak to us through the situation. Amen. When humanity is silent, divinity speaks. Yeah. Therefore, speak to us, Lord. Yes. Somebody yes. says, speak to us, Lord. Yes. Speak to us, Lord. Yes. Speak to us through the situation. Yes. Speak to me through my depression. Yes. Speak to me through my anger. Yes. Speak to me through my spirit of being discouraged. Yes. Speak to me through my unemployment. Yes. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. Because people are supposed to be silent. Amen. So that Lord can, the spirit of the Lord can be able to speak. Amen. And this woman was banned, the Bible says, for 18 years. Because she had contacted an evil spirit. You see, whenever you, who you associate with, you assimilate. Who you associate with, you assimilate. If you, if you become a gossiper. And at the end of the day, your spirit will be banned. You walk around looking for gossipers. Yeah. You walk around, and if you don't find gossipers, this spirit says, you know, wherever you go. Because you don't find audience. Yes. And this woman was bent. Mm. The heart was bent. You see, when it is said, this woman was bent, not look, don't look at the spinal cord, or the spinal cord was bent. Mm. The one part of our body that can be bent is your heart. And you find that your heart is bent and it is not receptive to the issues of God. When your heart is bent, you are not able to love. When your heart is bent, you are surrounded by nothing else but only pain. When your heart is bent, you are surrounded by nothing else but just grief. And it is said not only was this woman's heart bent once, it was bent double, twice. Have you ever been to a situation where you come to a church? And you hope you are going to get comfort because your heart has been broken and you are rejected and you become doubly bent. Oh. And at the end of the day, you ask yourself, I thought I was going to get assistance. Mm. And now you make it a problem. You go around talking around to people and saying, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it happens that this woman was bent, bent not only once but bent double. The heart was so broken for not only for one year but for 18 years until someone is born and until they become an adult. And was there are many things that bend our hearts, and one of them is unforgiveness. Yeah. Lack of repentance. Mm. Holding grudges will bend your heart. Yeah. This, this person was holding this grudge. The heart was bent because the person was holding on to a grudge. I'm not going to let go of it. Holding on to it, the heart was bent because he's holding on to certain things. Yeah. Holding on to things. It's because he's holding on to certain things. Doesn't want to let them go. Holding on to grief, holding on to pain, holding on to ukilewar myelitis. You see, who na dili feeling what ukilewar myelitis? Wahopo laga 1975 ukilewar. Wahopo laga 1976 ukilewar. Yeah, hasa swala ki ukilewar, swala ki ukilewar. Hmm. Holding on to grudges for 18 years, being unable to forgive. For 18 years, being unable to let go of things, holding them close to her heart. Mm. I never forgive that person. Have you ever come across such people? Say, I'll never forgive you. I'll never forget. You, you see, okay, fine. Uh, let's leave out. Let's forget about forgiving. Have you ever come across a person who say, I'll never forget what you did to me? And every time they will always remind you, what's wrong with my food? 
ya ba fumpona mo ka tseba gore di relative ke manga ratang manga ba ke manga hloileng ba ke mo nnete etswanteng person standing up and saying ukile wa ukile wa ukile wa etsa tsena ukile wa i remember many years my father died in 1984 and 20 years later in 2004 we were in a funeral here my aunt and when we got there, I got there and I was driving a beautiful car and I took my mother there. And as soon as we got there, and the lady started to rise up and say, Yeah, one how successful because Ukile was car shera, the Pasotamakola, had the Tafok of Alaga nineteen eighty-four. You kept them to yourself, you didn't give them to other children. That is why your child is the only one successful. And my mother said, Let's go home. And when I got home, all these clothes were still packed in in, in their own bags. From 20 years ago, and said, put them in the car and put them in the car. And you go to the funeral and said, hey, I can't reverse. Hey, guys, I can't reverse. I'm not going to put it in the boot. I'm not going to put it in the bag. I'm not going to put it in the bag. I'm not going to put it in the bag. I'm not going to put it in the bag. I'm not going to put it in the bag. I'm not going to put it in the bag. I'm not going to put it in the bag. Ya kenyo ka go le ka butung ape di a khutela mrabara ha le di batla ha pele tla di fumana ka mo le tla di fumana le tsewa le tla di fumana o ka because she understood that my provision did not come from man but my provision came from god my healing did not come from man but my healing came from god my health does not come from any person my health comes from god your healing does not come from anyone but your healing will come from god your health will not come from anybody but your health will come from god the success that you are looking for will not come from anyone but god will provide for you you are a trailblazer yes they are right and that's because your father is a trailblazer Oh yes, he's a trailblazer. Oh yes, I make a way when there is no way. Amen. Oh yes, more mo. Oh yes, I am able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which people may ask or think according to the power that worketh within me. Because he operator kamoya oh halalela. And lilo nali operator. Kamoya oh halalelang litsamaya limoya oh halalelang litlofodiswa ke moya oh halalelang this situation that we are in itlofodiswa ke moya oh halalelang amen there's going to be a miracle that happens in this world yes. and people will ask how is it that you came forth with this vaccine against this thing and that person will say ke kamoya oh halalelang and that is what is going to happen. It's mm. only through Moya or Halalelang that we are going to find mm. that we are going to be a, our hearts are going to be springs of issues of life. Yes, Lord. Not springs of issues of death, mm. but springs of issues of life. Yes, Lord. That is what you are going to be. When you come across people's lives and whatever you say to them, you are going to give them life. Amen. And therefore, within the Bible, whenever we are asking ourselves, sorry, where are we going to get divine health? You must understand that divine health can only come when you read your prescriptions very carefully. And your prescription is the word of God. We have a prescription and that prescription is the word of God. Just read the prescription. Don't only read it, but live it. Because the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear them from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. Lord, heal us because we humbled ourselves. Lord, heal us because we seek your face. Lord, heal us because we have turned from our wicked ways. Lord, heal us because we come before you with humility and kindness. And we are saying, Lord, when humanity is silent, we know that divinity speaks. Speak to us, Lord, through this situation. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us. I say, speak to us, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us. Somebody says, speak to me, Lord. Somebody says, speak to me, Lord. 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 
Because you might be sitting here and you might be the next miracle against this disease. Even the person listening to me at this message right now, I say you might be sitting wherever you are and you might be the next miracle against this disease. Because this mirror, this disease is looking for a trailblazer. It's looking for somebody who's going to chart the course and everybody's going to follow. This miracle is looking for divine revelation and everyone is going to learn. From that divine revelation. Amen. And God is going to use his children. Yeah. In order to showcase himself. Yes, that if my people. Who are called by my name. Will humble themselves. And pray. And seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear them from heaven. Yeah. Forgive their sins. Yeah. And heal their land. And that's what God is going to do. Yes, in this situation. That out of our bellies. Shall flow rivers. Of living water. Out of our bellies shall flow health out of our bellies shall not flow only ordinary health but should flow divine health Amen. shall flow divine health out of our bellies shall flow divine health but divine health will not flow in a situation where there are garages divine health does not flow in a situation where but swearing din and when Jesus came and he saw this woman that he has been in this condition in this in the very for a long time, and the Bible says he touched the woman and said, Woman, thou art loosed from your infirmity. He said, Woman, you are being loosed from your infirmity. And Jesus touched the woman, and the Bible says, and the woman straightened up. That is a collaboration between you and God. There are certain situations that require a collaboration from you with, between you and God. The hand of the Lord, my sister, is already upon you, but are you straightening up? The hand of the Lord is upon you, mother, but are you willing to get up and straighten up? The hand of the Lord is upon you. But are you taking the first step to straighten up? And not only straighten up, but do you understand that you have been healed so that you can be able to give meaning and you start to praise the Lord. Somebody praise God in this house. I say somebody praise God in this house for the things that he has done in your life. Somebody praise God in this house. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Somebody say thank you, Lord. Somebody say thank you, Lord. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, holy. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, holy. Father, I let go of the unforgiveness. I let go of the depression. 
I let go of the stress. I straighten up and I let go of the unforgiveness. I straighten up and I let go of the grudges. I straighten up and I let go of who said what. I straighten up and I let go of what was supposed to happen and did not happen. I straighten up, Father God, and I let go of my disappointment. I let straighten up, Lord, and I let go of this man that left me. I straighten up, Lord, and I let go of this woman that left me. I straighten up, Lord, and I let go of this child who deserted me. I straighten up, Lord, and I praise you in this situation. I say you are God. You are mighty. You are a warrior. You are with me. You give me health. You give me strength. You give me endurance. You give me hope and life. You are always with me. You give me protection. You make me to walk into your righteousness. You make me to straighten up. I thank you for your hand upon your life. It was your hand that gave me healing. And that's why I'm able to straighten up. It was your hand that gave me healing. And that is why I can praise you. It was your hand that gave me healing. That is why I can rejoice. It was your hand that gave me healing. And that is why I can walk into gladness. It was your hand that gave me healing. And that is why I can say I'm accepted in the beloved. And I thank you, Lord, for your hand that touched me. Oh, have you been touched by the Lord this morning? I say, have you been touched by the Lord this morning? I say, have you been touched by the Lord this morning? Oh, he touched me. He touched me. I say, he touched me and he made me whole. He touched me and he made me whole. He touched me and he made me whole. He touched me. And he made me whole. He touched me and I can straighten up. He touched me and I can praise him. He touched me and I can walk into his gladness. He touched me and I can pronounce and say I am Professor Smile. And God is my happiness. Because happiness is only found from God. Happiness can only be found from God. When your heart has been broken, you can only get your happiness, sister, from God. You cannot get happiness from money. You can't get happiness from a position. You cannot get happiness from people. You can't get happiness from a car. All of those things, they bring pleasure. They don't bring happiness. And pleasure is only temporary. Today, you regularly heal your heart. Next week, outside time, I'll be able to Today, you regularly go in, I get five bedroom. Next week, you'll be at a ten bedroom. Go sanu regularly go loyena ina the engineer kana. Everybody claps and they get used to it. And you want them to clap again, and now you want another one. Because of pleasure, we go after pleasure, the pleasurable things of this world. They make us to lose direction. But in this situation. In this healing season, we are only going to seek his face. And our power, our power will be in love. Because the salvation of man is in love. And it is through love. It's only when we love one another that we can heal each other. Some of the conditions don't require anything else. But just to love the people around you. Treat them with love. Mm. Show them love. Let your humanity be silent. And let the love of God in you be the one that speaks the most. Do not allow your anger to speak, my sister. Don't allow your depression to speak. But you have to allow the love of God to speak inside of your life. Don't allow your circumstances to speak because your circumstances are not bigger than your God. But your circumstances have come to reveal how big your God is. I said your circumstances have come to reveal and therefore you must start befriending them because you're going to invite them before the table when God lays that table before you. 
in the presence of your enemies. It's going to do it. It's going to lay the table before you. When we say God lays the table before you, you think of people. But you must also think of your fear. You must also think of your guilt. You must also think of your shame. You must also think of your pain. You must also think of the deceptions and the lies you were told that you will never make it. You must also think of your own ego. The things that you held eh, close to your heart and you were not willing to let go. You need to let them go. And let God be the one that comes inside of that situation. This is a time as a county and then as the world that we not we should allow humanity to be silent so that God can speak to us through this situation. The Spirit of the Lord is going to speak to this particular condition. The Spirit of the Lord is going to touch each and every situation. It is said Paul was so anointed. Even the handkerchiefs the handkerchiefs So through this condition and through this situation, we're going to see the greatness of God. But quarantined. But in the closet like my little girl, praising and praying God and worshipping at that time, and help arrived. I believe it with all of my heart that we should not only be in quarantine, a physical, but we should be in a quarantine, a spiritual, and go inside of our hearts. And wake up the Christ that is in there. Amen. I said, wake up the Christ that is in you. Yes. Wake him up. Wake him up. Wake up the Christ yes, that is Lord. in you. And say, Lord, don't you care that we will die from this coronavirus? Don't you care? And you will get up and you will take care of the situation. Yes, Lord. And you will take control of the situation. You will come through. But all we need to do is to be silent. The minute you wake him up, you need to be silent. You scream once and you become silent and you listen to him. What is it that he says to us through this situation? Through your situation, through your pain, through your heartaches, through your persecutors. There is a time when you need to go into the closet and say, Lord, speak to me through the situation. I am done talking to you about it. Now I'm willing to listen to you. What do you say? You see, sometimes we talk too much. We talk even beyond the point. And we don't even wait and ask or wait for God to come and speak to us about whatever situation that we find ourselves in. So there's a time after my daughter has spoken and spoken and spoken and spoken and the thoughts got to her and there was silence. And in that silence, God spoke. And he came through and rescued all of us out of that situation. And God is going to come through in every situation that you come finding yourself in. And he's going to rescue you out of that situation. No matter what the situation is, God is going to rescue you. My mother kept these clothes for 20 years. It's like she knew that one day she will have to present it before the aunts and say, ah, 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 no, 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 no. It's not the spirit of Tafi at work here. It is the spirit of the Lord. I can prove it. Here they are. They're still in the same shape. The only thing that my son took out of the, the one of the, 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 uh, 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 the bags is an overall and I apologize for him for taking that overall. He left all of the suits and the ties and the shoes. They are still there. But he only took an overall because he wanted to be like the gardener who is Jesus and work in the garden. He wanted to work in the garden. He wanted to be a servant in the garden. 
He didn't want to flesh and walk the streets in all of the designer suits. But all he did was to serve. And through your situation, through your heartache, through your pain, my sister, my mother, all you need is just to serve. Because that situation is a platform on which God is going to show himself strong in it. Let us all stand. And we thank God, we thank the Spirit of the Lord that is in this place at this moment. And we thank Christ for all of the good things and wonderful things that he has done for us and all the other things that he's still going to do through this situation. We're going to still see great things, divine health, divine health, divine health. Not ordinary health, but divine health. Divine health comes when the Holy Spirit is at work on our bodies. When the Holy Spirit is at work on your body, that's when you get divine health. There was a time when I was blind as a four-year-old, and I was taken everywhere. And there was no healing that I could get from no one. But it was through divine health that these eyes can still see many years later. And it is through divine health that through this situation, our eyes are going to see the goodness and the greatness of God. Through this condition, through your situation, through your pain, through your heartache, through your unforgiveness, through the grudges that you held to yourself, thanks God you held these grudges until Jesus came himself and touched you and you straightened up. Thanks God you held on to it. You did not want allow them to kill you. You, you. you held them at bay. This woman was held in this grudge at bay. Yes, she was hateful, but she was still coming to church. Yes, she was unforgiving, but she was still coming to church. The unforgiveness and the hatefulness did not kill her. She held it until help comes. Somebody shout, help! tell you help is coming. Hold on to that thing. It doesn't matter what it is. Hold on to it. Struggle with it. Wrestle with it. Do not straighten up until you can feel the hand of the Lord on your shoulders. Don't straighten up. Don't allow people to tell you and come up with one, two, three tactics on how to forgive. Hold on to it until you feel the spirit of the Lord upon your hand. And it is only safe that you can straighten up. Because once you straighten up and you let go of that thing, then you use it as your instrument of praise. And your pain becomes your your testimony. Your test becomes your testimony. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your greatness and your health. And we thank you for healing us. We thank you that in this healing season, You have brought down the Holy Spirit to come and be able to provide for us everything that we need. We shall not want. Everything that we need is at our disposal. You lay a table before us in the presence of our enemies. I said you laid your table before us in the presence of the things that kept us down. You laid a table before us in the presence of the things that bent our backs. You laid a table before us in the presence of the things that made us to be hateful and to be unforgiving. You laid a table before them because you touched us and you said we can straighten up. It is time that we can straighten up now and look up to your face and say, Lord, we thank you for everything that you have done. You are a good God. You are a great God. You are a wonderful God. And we thank you for the divine health that when humanity is silent, God speaks. The spirit of the Lord, the divine intervention, divinity is at work at this moment. All we are going to do, our expectation will only come from God. It will not come from any other person. Our expectation is only coming from God through this situation. Our expectation is coming from God through this coronavirus. I say our expectation is coming from God through this coronavirus. 
Somebody praise him. Somebody pray to him. Someone has been contacted with the disease. At this moment, as we are speaking, somebody is touching a place where there is this virus. Somebody is going through a place where somebody has sneezed this virus. All we need to do as a church is to intercede at this moment and to pray for those who are being quarantined. Some of them are so scared, they don't even know what to say. This is a moment where the church needs to believe for those who have lost faith through this situation. Come on, come on, come on, call his name. Come on, call his name. Somebody call his name. Somebody call his name. Call his name, call his name. What is his name? Call his name. I said someone, call his name. Call his name. I can hear you at the back. Call his name. Call his name like your child depends on it. Call his name like your family depends on it. Call his name like your relatives depend on it. Call his name like your own life depends on it. Call his name. Call his name. Call his name. Hallelujah. Call his name. His name is Jesus. Let Jesus come into this situation. Let Jesus come into this situation. Let Jesus come into this condition. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let us go give the Lord a big round of applause. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah.